Christmas is the largest celebration around the world each year. Other holidays get a single day, but Christmas is emphasized for an entire month. That's one-twelfth of every year goes to Christmas. During Christmas, billions of people set aside their normal routines to decorate their homes, to send out greeting cards, to buy gifts, go to Christmas parties, to attend services, sing Christmas songs, to watch Christmas specials, to view a special movie, travel long distances to be with their family. There are stores even exclusively dedicated to preparing for and to celebrating this holiday. And there's always that countdown, five days, four days, three days before Christmas. And when Christmas comes, you can't miss it. It's everywhere. If you stop to think about it, it's astounding that the simple, unassuming birth of a peasant boy born 2,000 years ago in the Middle East has caused such commotion. His birthday even causes traffic jams in places like New York City, Los Angeles, and Tokyo. And I remind you that every time you check your calendar or you refer to a date, you are using Jesus Christ as your reference point. Because of Jesus, history is called divided into B.C., before Christ, A.D., Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Every single event in history is dated by how many days and how many years it has been since Jesus appeared on earth. Even your own birthday is dated by his birthday. And the angel said that Christmas would bring great joy for all people. Really? See, for many people, getting ready for Christmas seems more of a hassle than a source of happiness. It's more a source of stress. They feel pressure, not pleasure. It's a duty, not a delight. They endure Christmas rather than enjoy Christmas. There are so many reasons you might find, feel uneasy, you feel lonely, even depressed during the Christmas season. You may dread spending that time with some oddball relatives. Maybe your relationships are strained at least uncomfortable in your family. Maybe you don't have anyone to be with this Christmas. Christmas may remind you of losses or hurts, how things have changed. Maybe you're just worn out from all that has happened in your life this past year. Again, this year, Christmas, this Christmas, God cares deeply about how you're feeling. So please take out the sermon notes that have been prepared for you tonight. Because I want to invite you to slow down, to enjoy Christmas. Christmas is really the best news you can get. There's nothing more important for you than to understand the implications of Christmas for your life. See, this is God's Christmas gift to you. God's Christmas gift to you has three qualities that make it a very unique gift. And you notice, number one, it's the most expensive gift that you ever receive. God's Christmas gift is priceless. Jesus paid for it with his own life. Number two, in your notes, it's the only gift that will last forever. Your restored relationship with God through Jesus will go on forever into eternity. 
lasting forever. And number three, it's a gift that is extremely practical. See, your relationship with Jesus will be used every day for the rest of your life. We will briefly look at three things now to celebrate about Christmas. Number one in your notes, Christmas is a time to celebrate God loves you. The entire reason for Christmas is the love of God. Look at John 3.16. Please read it with me together out loud. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God loves you so much he came to earth as a human so you could get to know him and you can learn to trust him and learn to love him back. Theologians call this event the incarnation. God became one of us, a human being, so we could understand what he was really like. God has given humans the capacity to know him in ways that, say, animals cannot. He created us in his own image which includes the ability to enjoy a personal relationship with God. Then he took the initiative to send Jesus so we could understand his great love and our need for him. From looking at the creation, we know a little bit about God. From creation, in your notes, we know that God loves variety. God created an incredibly diverse universe. Think of the limitless array of plants and animals and rock formations and snowflakes. No two human beings, even twins, are exactly alike. God does not make clones or copies. Every one of us is an original. So in your notes, from creation we also see that God is powerful. When we experience the forces of nature, glaciers moving across continents, thunder, lightning, hurricanes, tornadoes, We know God is a powerful. But until Jesus arrived, our understanding of God's love was very limited. But in your notes, God invaded earth. It was the greatest invasion in history. Nothing has been the same since. God could have chosen thousands of ways to communicate with us, human beings. But since God designed us, God knew the best way to communicate with us would be face to face. If God had wanted to communicate the birds, then God would have become a bird. If God had wanted to communicate the cows, God would have become a cow. But God wanted to communicate with us. So God became one of us. God did not send an angel or a prophet or a politician. God came himself. That's what God did at Christmas. Look at Psalm 145. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. The reason that everything in the universe exists is simply because God wanted to love it. If God did not want to love something, he would not have created it. He loves it all. Love is the essence of God's character. And you notice the Bible says God is love. God does not have love, but that is what God is. God is love. It's his very nature. God loves it all. Even when we mess up, With our sins, God still has a purpose for all. Every star, every planet, every animal, every cell, and most of all, every human being was created out of God's compassion. Every time your heart beats, every time you take a breath, God is actually saying to you, I love you. 
in your notes, God's love for you is also unconditional. And because God's love is unconditional, God loves you on your bad days as much as he loves you on your good days. God loves you when you don't feel his love as much as when you do. God loves you regardless of your performance, your moods, your actions. His love for you is unchanging. There is nothing you can do that will make you stop, make God stop loving you. You could try, but you will fail. Because God's love for you is based upon his character and not on your conduct. Just look at Ephesians 3.19. Christ's love is greater than anyone can ever know. But Paul says, I pray that you will be able to know that love. One problem that many people have is that their annual Christmas celebrations only think of Jesus as that baby in a manger. Their conception of him is a helpless newborn in his mother's arms. But Jesus has power. He has power to change and to transform lives. See, Jesus grew into manhood. He mounted for us the kind of life that pleases God. And Jesus paid the price of every sin that we ever committed by dying on the cross and came back to life. This is the good news of Christmas. And when you see a picture of Jesus on the cross, let it remind you of his love for you. In your notes, a picture that shows Jesus loved on the cross, of course, with his outstretched arms, and saying, I love you that much. In fact, I love you so much it hurts. I would rather die than live without you in heaven. Christmas is a time to celebrate that God loves you. So in your notes, number two, Christmas is a time to celebrate that God is with you. As I mentioned, many people often feel alone at Christmas. In fact, you may feel that God is not with you now, but God's presence in your life has nothing at all to do with your feelings. Your emotions are susceptible to all kinds of influences, so they can be very unreliable as to what is real. Your emotional state can be the result of some hormones, memories, some bad food, tension, fears. On the back of your notes, look at Psalm 139, verse 7. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. See, the Bible says that God came to earth at Christmas to remind you that he is always, always with you. No matter where you are, a name given to Jesus was Emmanuel. The Bible says that means God is with us. So in your notes, you can lose your fear when God is near. You may have been abandoned in life by a spouse, a parent, your own children, by people you thought were your friends. Everybody has faced the pain and the heartache of a rejection. It might have been a racial or ethnic prejudice or gender, bigotry, if so, I'm really sorry about that. But God himself has not abandoned you. You lose your fears when God is near. Look at Hebrews 13:5. As God said, I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. So I do not know all the difficulties you're feeling right now, where the heat is on in your life. But I do know that whatever it is, God also knows about it. And God cares about it. And God understands it. And God is going through it right with you. You're not alone. Christmas is a time to celebrate 
First of all, God loves you. Christmas is a time to celebrate. Secondly, God is with you. And number three in your notes, Christmas is a time to celebrate that God is for you. A little phrase, for you, is a powerfully comforting phrase in the Bible. Look at 1 Corinthians 11.24, where Jesus said, This is my body, which is given for you. When Jesus instituted the sacrament of Holy Communion, he promises his real presence in with and under that bread and wine. Look at Romans 8.31. The Bible says, If God is for us, who can be against us? When you are facing a personal attack, it's really great to know God is with you. It's even greater to know God is for you. There are people who at times feel somehow God is secretly out just to get them, that God is constantly playing a game of gotcha, watching to see how naughty you are and how nice you are, just waiting for you to mess up. They imagine God as a grouch who enjoys looking for ways to criticize, even to get even. But in your notes, write this down. No one wants what is best for you more than God. No one knows better what makes you truly happy than God. God does not want you to be afraid of him. So in your notes, God wants you to turn to him and not to turn from him. In fact, God says in the Bible, don't be afraid. 365 times he says that. That's one fear not. For every single day of the year. None of us knows what we will face in the future. Look at Jeremiah though. 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Says the Lord. They are plans for good. And not for disaster. To give you a future. And a hope. We can celebrate that God loves us. That God is with us. And God is for us. So in conclusion. We began this message with John 3.16. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Now look at John 3 verse 17. Please read it with me together out loud. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. Some people get extremely nervous when they hear religious talk and a person talking about faith in Jesus that they personally themselves have never experienced. Some people feel ashamed for the ways that they have treated others, assuming that God must be mad at them, that God is going to scold them. But God did not send his son into the world to condemn you or me. And you notice God is not mad at you. In your notes, God is not mad at you. Rather, God is mad about you. When you read the gospel and the life of Jesus, you will quickly see that when you make a mistake, Jesus does not rub it in. Jesus rubs it out. Jesus came to erase all your sins through his suffering and his death on the cross. And that's why that first statement of the angel made to the shepherds was, do not be afraid. And you know, Jesus came to save us, not to scare us. So we have this Christmas, every reason to celebrate. God loves you, God is with you, and God is for you. Amen.